Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to the podcast. This is Behind Relationship Goals. I'm Fofo. And I am Bones. And we have our lovingly special guest who you can't hear, but you can see if you're watching YouTube, Soba. Hey, Soba's over here. And Soba has to be here with us on this episode because it is going to be all about our new family member. I'm special, yeah. podcast. Yeah, so this podcast. Uh, is the beginning of a new chapter of the whole pod, uh, of the whole series. We just finished the We Are Married series. I think we had four episodes on that. Yes, we did. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. Now I think the next few episodes, the theme of these episodes, will focus on our life lives, uh, lives together as a married couple. Yeah. So what are the ins and outs? What are the things you have to go through? What are the new things, adjustments, changes that we have been experiencing as a couple and as individuals? A lot of people ask me, what has changed after you got married? Nothing, just Soba. Just Soba. Yeah, she's the new <laughs> addition to our lives and she's the only drastic thing that has really changed, I think, since we got married. I would say, I would say. So with that, I think it's time to deep dive into the history of how things were even before Soba got into our lives. Yeah, so we'll start... At the semi-beginning. <laughs> yeah. So a little background about pets because I think that's very important to know our background okay, go as for pet it. owners. So I have always loved cats. Ever since I was a kid, I was always bugging my parents to get me a cat because I cat lover talaga ako. Cat lady. Cat lady. Crazy cat lady to some extent. But I've always had a cat. So I had two cats when I was growing up. Then I had Salem when those two cats passed away. And ever since, I've had Salem for like almost nine years now. Ten. Yeah. Uh, during the first year that I met Bones, I also met Salem. And she, he was a... Su- she, he, he. He. Salem was a super duper cute cat. He was super black and very small and very cute. He was so tiny back then. And now he's just heavy, grumpy, and always sleepy. <laughs> he's so grumpy. He's not as sweet as my old cats. Yeah, but anyway, um, Megan has always had a fondness for animals. So even when she sees animals getting maltreated online, she always feels something. Me, I might not be as empathetic as her, but I do have a fondness for animals either way. Mm-hmm. So several years into the relationship, I think 2012. 2012, So yeah. middle of 2012, it was Christmas. And for whatever reason, I found this puppy online. And he was just so cute. It was a brown poodle, just like Soba. And I was thinking, maybe I should just get one for bones. <laughs> So without even thinking, without even asking her, I just shoot the text, uh, shoot the owner a text and say, hey, um, can I get one of your puppies? And we met up. I got the puppy, took the puppy home and told Megan, hey, we have a new dog. And then I went over. I was like, oh, that's so cute. Ang cute ng dog nyo. And then Mikael was like, surprise, it's for you. And I was like, What? <laughs> What are you talking about? You're giving me a dog? And he's like, yeah. Why not? And I said, wag. Malas yan. And that was the first time I had heard that superstition. Apparently, a lot of people know about it. Malas pala when you get a dog or a pet? Um, ang sabi kasi nila, malas daw na bigyan mo yung karelasyon mo ng aso kasi magbe-break 
daw kayo. And it was at this time that a lot of showbiz couples were getting like dogs together and they would break up. So I was like, oh my God, totoo nga siguro to kung makumbibigyan ng aso, baka like mag-break who? tayo. Like who? Sino? Mamaya. Sino? Whisper. Oh, they were together? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So many things I don't know about showbiz. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah. Um, apparently, malas nga magaroon ng aso when you're with your girlfriend. Noon so, time na yun, that's what I believed in. Me, being the quick thinker, I said, okay, fine. I'm sorry. No, I take it back. This puppy is not for you. And because it was, <laughs> because it was Christmas, I decided, you know who needs a puppy right now? Who? My siblings. So we would always have pets here and there. And at that time, we were petless. Um, our previous dog, Sophie, who was a... A pug. Who was a pug, got um, run over. Yeah, I decided to give the puppy to my siblings and my family. And we named that puppy Yogi. And you named him Yogi because... He looks like a Yogi bear. He looks like a bear. Talaga. He looks like a bear. And we were like, hey, Yogi bear. I remember Yogi was so tiny and so timid. Super. And because the floors of your house were so slippery, he would always like lie down like he was splitting. He was so cute. And he, he was, was such a great addition to your family. He was very, very cute. And Yogi is the dog that you would see in a lot of my Instagram photos for a long time. Yeah. And eventually, from your Instagram, Yogi moved on to Lauren's Instagram. Because eventually, Lauren adopted Yogi because they had a new addition to their family, which was Alvaro, his baby brother. Oh, let's be honest. We weren't doing a very good job of taking care of Yogi. Yeah. Uh, we were all starting to work. Nobody was really uh, taking care of Yogi. Wala talagang tutok. Yeah. So, napabayaan ng konte, And at the same time, he would get fleas from our garden. Yeah, so, so he Yogi wasn't got, allowed. Yeah, Yogi got sick. But the thing is, we would love to have him run around the garden. Mm-hmm. And because of that, the setup became Lauren adopted Yogi. Yogi became best friends with Lauren's dog called Melo. Melo. And the rest is history. It was such a good match for them because Melo and Yogi just clicked the moment that they met. So I think it was kind of destiny that Melo... And that Yogi ended up with Cinemelo eventually. Yeah, they're the best of friends and completely inseparable now. But, okay, 2012. 2012, yeah. Seven years later, we were planning our wedding. Mm-hmm. And I would, I would randomly ask Bones, hey, you want to get a dog? <laughs> like at different points in time over those seven years. Yeah. And even I knew the answer to that. The answer was no. We would not be able to take care of a dog. We like gaming. We like going to the gym. We like doing our own thing. We like traveling. There was just no time there for a new dog. Basically, we liked focusing on ourselves rather than other things. Yeah. So, I told him, pag ka ng aso, sino mag-aalaga? Hindi ako at hindi ikaw. So, wag ka nang mag-isip ng kung ano-ano dyan tungkol sa mga pets. Yeah. Uh, and I had to agree with her. I was very honest with myself that I really didn't think I was going to be able to take care of a dog. But here's the thing. So, December came around 2019 and the previous breeder of Yogi had another group of puppies. Litter? Is that what you call it? I'm not sure. Basta another, may bago siya mga anak. <laughs> isa pang tropa ng poodle puppies. Kennel? I don't tropa. know. Tropa. May tropa siya. <laughs> may tropa ng puppies na naman. And I saw Soba and she was just super duper cute. And innocently, 
I just texted the breeder and said, can we meet up? I want to see Soba. That's all. I don't know if I want Soba yeah. for real yet. Because you have to see if you have a connection. Yeah. So I went to the coffee shop. We went to the coffee shop. Yeah. You asked me to go with you. We saw Soba and it was love. <laughs> that was the end of it. <laughs> yeah, that was it. At that time, we still weren't ready to have a puppy. And we were still thinking, okay, when are we going to get this puppy? Are we going to get it? And we even asked around. We asked family and friends like, hey, we're thinking of getting this dog. And everybody was like, no, you can't take care of a dog. We know your personalities. Wag na. But because pasaway kaming dalawa on Jan <laughs> 17, was it? Middle of Jan. It was the 17th, yes. Before our Subic wedding, we decided to get Soba. Excuse me. You decided to get Soba when I wasn't around. Oh, yeah. Sorry. That was me. <laughs> I told him, let's just get Soba after the wedding so we don't have to worry about Where her. Where were you? I was in Palawan with my family. Oh, yeah. So Megan was away for a couple of days. And during the time that she was away, I called up the breeder and said, hey, I'm going to get Soba now. Grabe, selfish. Hindi man lang ako hinintay. You want soba all to yourself, don't you? And that brings us to the next part of this podcast, which is me trying to take care of a puppy for the very first time. And I was doing this all on my own. And <laughs> oh my God, what an experience. I have to say. Okay, so wait, ho- hold on. How was it the first time soba came into the house? Um, all right. So I tried to, I tried to learn as much as I could to help me take care of Soba, especially during the first few days. What did during you? During the time that you weren't there. So what did you do? Uh, the breeder gave me these tips. Mm-hmm. So as soon as I bring Soba into the condo, I have to leave her alone. Just let her be for like 30 minutes to an hour. Do not mind her. Do, okay. not make, do not make eye contact. Do not interact. And the reason for this was I was supposed to allow her to find her way around the house. Gotcha. And find her own comfort level in mm-hmm. the house. Mm-hmm. So I had decided I wanted to put her in a place that was small. So that hindi naman siya masyado malula. Yeah. So I put her in our room. In the room So first. it's a very small room. There aren't a lot of furniture in it. And I kept her there for an hour and I was just impatiently trying to bide my time until I could go in and, and finally interact with her. Okay. So that's what I did. I was very patient. And then eventually when I came in, she was really just snuggled up into a corner, obviously Aww. very scared. It was new surroundings. You actually don't know this story, no, do you? No, I don't. Yeah, so she was just snuggled up. And because I guess I was the most familiar person at the, at the time, when I opened the door, I sat down on the floor. She just slowly went up to me. Did she like kind of creep up to you yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, she crept up on me. There was no excitement yet. Yeah, she was okay. trying to figure out who you were also. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then after that, uh, I was very on top of her feeding schedule and her potty training. So what's her schedule? Those like? were the two things that I wanted to kind of get down and finalize right away. So for the potty training, obviously I had the pee pads already, but I didn't know how to potty train her. Yeah. So I was waiting for the time she was going to pee or poop first. Okay. And when that happens, you get the pee pad and you kind of like make it sao-sao on the poo or the pee. I yeah! don't know. <laughs> or you pick up the poop and put it on the pee pad. And then I would carry Soba and make her smell the pee pad. 
Okay, maybe you should have given a warning to people that are probably listening to this during lunchtime. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, so when I would do that, it's to remind her that, hey, this is where you're supposed to go if ever you need to do your business. Yeah, exactly. And surprisingly, within the first 48 hours, I guess out of 10 times, Soba would go to the pee pad Twice or thrice. And for me, that was a win because kahit pa paano, okay, this pee pad is where I have to go. Yes. So that was a proud moment for me. And when it came to the eating schedule, the eating schedule, she would eat twice a day at 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. And it was fun. There was a fun tip here. Soba only has 15 minutes to eat, finished or not finished. Yeah. And that discipline is so that she knows when the food is served she has to eat right away and she has to eat fast. Because um, poodles are known for being picky eaters. Like Yogi will not eat. Even if you try to force feed him or like leave food out there all day. If he doesn't want to eat, he's not going to eat. So we've been trying to train Soba to eat her food when it's given to her like Mikael said. And at first... At first, when you serve the food, Soba would come over. Obviously, she's hungry. She hadn't yeah. eaten for 12 hours. She'll eat. But maybe she'll eat like a fourth of her food. And then she'll start roaming around. Like she'll start following it's us. It's like she forgets or she gets distracted. Yeah. And my technique was that I would stand on top of her food <laughs> for 15 minutes. So when she would roam around, obviously, she would end up smelling me again. Mm-hmm. And she would be reminded that, oh, okay, I have food here. Yeah. So that worked out a lot. And I would not mind it. I would literally just stand on top of her food and be on my cell phone. And more often than not, Soba would finish her food. And then it came to a point where she just didn't want to eat her food. Like the 15 minutes ended and then she didn't want to eat it, even though we were there. Yeah. So the first time that happened, I was I, I felt bad because she had only eaten half. But I said, okay, time is up. So I threw her food in the trash can, put her in the cage. We went to sleep. And the next morning... She was so hungry. Oh, my God. No, the next morning when she went out of the cage, she went straight for the trash can where the food was because she was like, where's my food? Where's my food? Yeah, she was going crazy. So it was nice because the, the technique worked. So for those who have new puppies, that's something you could possibly try out. Yeah. And now she eats all her food. Now she eats all her food. She's traumatized. She doesn't <laughs> want to not finish her food. And Nina she's so traumatized. I think she knows what's gonna happen if she doesn't. Yeah, she eat. knows the punishment. Yeah. She's aware of the punishment. And I'm just happy because the techniques that the breeder taught me was actually extremely, extremely effective. Another thing that we tried to train Soba is we do the crate training. So at night, we make her sleep in the crate, and it's been pretty good. Like, she doesn't really bark. She's not um, ma'arte about it. Okay, here. So Megan's right. We do, the, we do the pet crate training, which means that every night when we sleep, Soba has to sleep inside the pet crate. Mm-hmm. But before I even get into this technique, can I just say, a pet crate is just a nice way of saying cage. And I don't know why people are so averse to saying cage. It is a cage. It's an object that looks like a cage. I remember when the breeder told me, Mick, you got to have a pet crate, okay? And I was like, what's a pet crate? (laughs) I've never heard of a pet crate. And then I said, could you show me a photo? So she showed me a photo. And then in my head, I was like, ah, cage lang pala yung pinag-uusapan niya. (laughs) And then, I don't know. Okay, so I understand pet owners... Um, especially those who are extremely, extremely 
protective of their pets. They don't want to say cage because maybe it has a ne- no, it has a negative yeah. connotation. But for practicality sake, guys, a pet crate is a cage. is a freaking cage. It's a cage. It's a cage, <laughs> <laughs> But it's okay. I understand when you want to make it sound nice and say pet crate. So what is the reason behind doing the crate training? Um, discipline. Okay. So as a puppy. She's still developing her discipline and her routine. So the pet crate is a good place to develop that routine when she sleeps. What kind of discipline are we trying to instill in Soba? Oh, just discipline that she has a routine. Oh, okay. So you have that routine at 8 a.m., 8 p.m. So you're trying to give her more root, uh, routines during the day. And it just help, helps her develop herself, supposedly. And I think it's been working. You know what her wake-up time is? Six. 6.30. Yeah. She wakes up at 6 and then she wants to get out by 6.30. So before that, okay, my first night with Soba. Oh, yeah. So How was that? That first day I took her home. I let her settle in for an hour. I was able to feed her. I was slowly potty training her. And when it was time to sleep, of course, that whole afternoon, she was with me the whole time. I was taking care of her, snuggling up to her, playing with her. When I put her in the cage so I could sleep, dude, she was crying for hours like oh two no hours. really Sobrang hassle. the first I, night because of course me i wasn't prepared for her to cry so i felt so bad yeah i felt so bad that i took her out of the cage oh no i was a horrible i was a horrible pet owner you were a horrible dada yeah I, I took her out of the pet cage and i let her sleep on the floor and she was happy in a month. but the next day i called up the breeder and said hey she was crying all night and I was told that I just have to stick with it. Yeah, because eventually it'll go Because eventually I'm doing something that's good for her. Yeah. And if I cave in to her cries and pleas for help, then she won't learn. Yeah. So the next night, the second night, even though she was crying, I just put on my music and watched some anime. And then true enough, she fell asleep. She fell asleep. And then after that, she wasn't crying anymore. Yeah. Because the time that I came home from Palawan she wasn't crying yeah she wasn't anymore it only took like three nights by the third night she wasn't crying anymore she would just sleep oh so nice so nice and here's another thing the first three nights she would go inside her cage in the middle of the night but later on after a week she found she she had realized that she was supposed to do her business on the pee pad so at night when she sleeps she makes it a point not to go inside the cage. Yeah, so we make sure that she uses the bathroom before she goes to bed because then, we don't want her to hold in anything. And then when she wakes up, one of the first things she does is she goes to the pee pad. Yeah, so, so it was amazing because all of a sudden, like we've had so before two um, mo- a month. A month, one month. Yeah, for a month and one week. And for us, it's such a big success that she's trained in so many basic things. Nothing crazy, just the basic potty training, yeah, uh, sleeping, and eating. So our routine now is that I wake up early most of the time, and I let Soba out of the cage. She greets me, good morning, and then I point to the pee pad, actually, because she'll get really excited. I point to the pee pad, and she actually goes there and does her business in the morning. And then I'll play with her for a bit, probably go back to sleep, and then she'll rest a bit. And then she'll have breakfast at 8. There's a lot of good things about having Soba. One, I love that she doesn't bark. She is such a quiet 
dog. And it's such a surprising characteristic. I had never, ever met a dog that does not bark. I can count on my hand how many times she's barked. I think she barked yesterday, and maybe that was the fourth time I had ever heard her bark. And I was asking the breeder about it. Apparently, the mom doesn't bark as well. So yeah. these are certain traits that can often be passed down Genetic, to their no? kids. Uh, yeah, personality-wise also. But I love it because I hate noisy dogs. It's annoying, especially when you can't tell them to stop barking. Yeah. So Soba has been a huge blessing because she does not bark. She's super quiet, super chill, just like us. I love that she has a nap time. For sure, when it's lunchtime, she will just fall asleep like she is right now because we're recording this at lunchtime and she's just knocked out in my lap. Yeah, so anywhere from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m., Sobo will sleep for at least three hours. Ang tagal niya matulog. Ang saya-saya. Ang bait mo pagtulog ka, Soba. Okay. Is there anything else you want to say? I mean, other nice thing about Soba? She's very playful. She's very... I love her fur. <laughs> no, Soba's super cute. She's so She's cute. She's super cute. She's super our type of dog. Yeah. I mean, we appreciate the big dogs. Like, Megan has dream big dogs that she would love to have. Yeah. But in terms of cute brown little balls of fluff, Soba is right in our wheelhouse. She's the perfect lap condo dog for yeah. me. Because we can game while she's on our lap. Yeah. We can carry her around with, with one hand without getting tired. And yeah, I guess those are the pros of Soba, no? Sometimes when I make our coffee in the morning, I'm carrying Soba in one hand and I'm making coffee with the other. Right? So I like that. I like that we so can So she that. allows us to multitask. However, given those pros, Soba has a lot of cons. Oh my gosh. So she's a baby. Mga four months pa lang. So yeah, obviously... She was born November 7. Yeah. Oh wait, malapit yun sa birthday ni Lauren. Yeah. One yeah. day before hers. Anyways... So she's still teething, and that is a big problem because she is biting on every single thing that she sees. Even my legs and my pants, our shoes, the carpet. My chin. My ear. My mustache. So especially in the morning when she's super excited to see everyone when she wakes up, she'll jump on the bed, lick our faces, but along with those licks, may mga nasisingit siya mga kagat. And because her teeth are growing, her teeth are getting sharper and bigger, they tend to hurt already. Oh, yeah. So when it comes to reprimanding Soba, I think she gets reprimanded the most because she's teething on and biting on the wrong things. Yeah. And when it comes to reprimanding, we were told that the best thing to do is say no and you have to give her a hand sign. So our hand sign is our index finger up and a stern no. 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 Okay, sometimes I would give her a bop on the nose and that would basically be our way of reprimanding her. It, more, for the most part, it works. Yeah, maybe you guys can give us some tips on how to reprimand your dogs. Okay, so I've heard several other stories and tips, but I haven't really used it. There's this one that I really am so interested because in it sounds so funny. Um, when your dog starts teething on furniture, you obviously don't want that. So one technique that I heard was you get a spray bottle, put in some water, crush some ceiling labuyo or some chili, and put it in the water. Shake it, and you spray it on the furniture that your dog bites on and chews on. 
And then the dog is just in pain for like five minutes. But of course, since it's spice, it wears off after a while. Nakakatawa lang kasi, I mean. Yeah. Pain yeah. therapy siya. Oh, ngay. But you know, I haven't only heard that from one person. I've heard it, I've heard it I've four heard times it already. I've heard it from several people that other people have done it. I don't know if that's gonna be a part of our list because I'm kind of... I'd love to try it, to be honest with you. Because, okay, it's spice, okay? I, mean, I, I know spice. spice is painful, but it's not like... It's not like you're hitting the dog, right? I think before we do that, maybe we should ask because it might hurt her belly. Maybe. Or her, her taste buds. I just want to see how Subaru acts to spicy food. <laughs> I don't know. Let's think about it first. Yeah, but there, I found that one really, really funny. Another one is, okay, I'm going to give a disclaimer. If you are eating, please pause, <laughs> finish your food, and then you listen. If not, then please continue. Anyways, Soba eats her number two. Yeah, that's so... Oh, yerk. That was so annoying. And it still happens from time to time up to now. And it, it doesn't happen as often as it did like last for the last two weeks. But man, it's so gross. And if you leave her in the room, if you, obviously you have to leave her in the room when we're out or people are doing something and she goes on the pee pad. When you open the door and look, you can just see crumbs of what's left, and it's it's gross. Or it's like gross. you can see it on the floor. And we don't know how, we don't really know how to handle it, because we're not with her all the time. Of course, we have to leave her. We're not stuck to this condo the yeah. whole time. I also asked about that, and one of my friends said that it's because of boredom, like nabobored siya. So it looks like a toy in their eyes, so they eat it. Or another thing is that. Mothers, when they have the babies, mother dogs, is they eat that that thing of the their puppy so that they clean up. It's like they're cleaning up their area. Oh. So they get that from their mom's dao, thinking now, oh, I'm cleaning up the space. Yuck. I know. It's a really... You're wrong, Soba. You're wrong. Let us clean it up for you and flush it. Okay, and then so you have the tea thing, you have the eating of things you're not supposed to eat, <laughs> and the third thing you have the sitting on things you're not supposed to sit on, which is that. Which is that. Um, uh, sometimes when Soba is doing her business, she gets excited and she starts moving and playing around, but she isn't done yet, <laughs> so, so she sits on it. But her hair is long and curly <sighs> and fine, so when she sits on it, it just sticks to it. <laughs> It sticks to her fur. I remember. And it's happened three times. The first time that it happened, it was so horrendous because we were like, oh no, she sat on it. What are we going to do? And then we're like, try to take it off like with the, with wipes and stuff. And then it just So we started went. tugging on her hair and then <laughs> she started crying because obviously... Oh my God, poor So I was like, oh my God, what are we going to do? And that's when I decided... It was the first time I was going to give Soba a bath. Yeah, so Mikael had to give her a bath. And it was just a bath of her bottom half because that's where all the dirt was. Yeah, so Mikael had to give her a bath. And then while he was doing that, he was like, oh, oh my God. Oh, I can't believe this. I mean, basically, I had to wash Soba's behind. Her bum bum. Yeah, I had to wash Soba's bum bum and I had never done that before. So I was so grossed out. I was like, oh, Bones, this is so bad. But aside from, you know, the pros and the cons, we really love having Soba in the house. Like, 
I love that we have a dog that we can take care of because I feel more responsible now. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely challenged us. Uh, we're definitely having to wake up earlier all the time. We're waking up at the same time. There's more discipline for us nowadays. Ta- having to take care of Soba early in the morning has actually disciplined me into streaming earlier. Like I do my game stream early in the morning now because of Soba. Yeah, and because of that, Megan finished her streaming quota way before the month has ended. So thank you, Soba, for helping me with my stream. So I'm just proud. Basically, for the both of us, I'm just proud that we were able to take care of Soba and we are still able to take care of her. It's a good step moving forward. And to be honest with you, when we got her, we were not confident at all. We were so clueless. Yeah, we didn't even know if we were going to be able to keep up with her and take care of her properly. But true enough, we were able to. And I'm really happy we did that. High five. High five. So how do you think we're going to be as dog parents? Oh, no, we'll be fine. Like, I think the hardest part is over. The body training, having to give her a shower, having to establish uh, a routine, a daily and a weekly routine. I think we had done that already and we did that in under two months and that's amazing, I think. Next thing would have to be discipline training. Like tricks, also being disciplined with like telling them to sit. You know, just basic yes, tricks. Yes. I think Eventually, but although I think that happens like six, six months. months in. Yeah. So, so right now we just... Enjoy kind of, her. Yeah, we reinforce her daily and weekly schedule. And at six months old, maybe we can start teaching her some tricks. Roll over, sit, lie down, play dead. Honestly, this is pretty exciting because we're taking care of a living a living being. She's a living creature. So how is Soba connected to us having a baby? Oh yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I think like it helps us prepare for taking care of a baby in oh, the yeah. future. You know what? To be honest with you, I think so too. Because Honestly, before having a dog, I wasn't even sure how soon or how late we would want to have kids. But it makes me more confident to say, okay, it's getting us ready for that. I'm not ready for sure, but it's preparing us for that path. Yeah, and even though when we got Soba, we were so unsure of ourselves. When Soba was in it, in our lives, day one, we were forced to adjust. And I'm glad that we were able to. Yeah. To meet that challenge. So it just means, I mean, when a kid comes into our lives down the line, Mm -hmm. I don't think we're going to feel prepared. I don't think we're going to feel confident. Because nobody feels prepared anyways. Yeah, right? So, or maybe some do. Some do. Maybe some do. But we won't feel that way. But when the baby comes in, we have to rise up to the challenge and meet it. So at least this, we're more confident. This is a nice test bed. Thank you, Soba. Thank you, Soba. Preparing mm. us for the future, for your future sibling. All right. Well, I think enough of Soba because I need to stream now. <laughs> yeah, and I think that ends the podcast for today. This is a very, very light podcast. Just a little insight into our lives together. I don't know if the people watching the YouTube video can see Soba, but she's like knocked out on my lap. Kanina pa. Okay, I think you should raise Soba and just show them. Um, and while she's raising Soba, I would also like to raise my shoes. Check them out. They're for the podcast. I have the Maglev shoes. Bones has Air Max 98s on. And these will be our podcasting shoes only because they look so darn cute. I don't think these are the 98s. These are the special edition ones. No, Bones, those are the 98s. They're either 98s or 95s. 
Yeah, I promise. I promise. You have Air Max 98s or Air Max 95s. At any rate, that's the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you guys saw Soba and at least enjoyed her cuteness even just for a bit. Yeah, and don't forget to tag us at Mikaelda is and at Megan Young. And our hashtag is hashtag behind relationship goals. Bye, See guys. you guys again next time. Bye-bye.